Hey everyone, uh, it's Nigel the Movie Guy coming at you live and direct as always. I'm here to talk about a movie I just watched uh, called MDMA. And if you Google it up, you'll see it's, um, it's also under the name of Cardinal X. Uh, the director is Andrew Wang. Uh, this came out in 2017. The cast includes Francesca Eastwood. Eliza Donovan, Pearson Fode, Noah Segan, Henry Zaga, Ron Wan, Annie Q, and Afshin Ollier. Uh, so the, the story is about this Asian-American girl who is accepted by a prestigious university and she finds that her academic prowess can be put to lucrative use. So when I was watching this movie, um, you know, she got a scholarship to this university and you know, she gets all these bills due to, you know, the fees in school and all that stuff. And she can't pay it, right? Because, you know, her dad's a single dad. Mom left her when she was six or left them when she was six and never looked back, remarried uh, a white guy. And, you know, and she's got a little brother, which she took with her, but she left her daughter. So because the movie includes current state of affairs and then flashbacks to her past what she went through coming up um and you know her dad you know you see her dad saying goodbye to her um, wishing her the best in school and all that and giving her some money for school and right so because he's a chef i think he has his own restaurant um in the city because she's from jersey and the school the university is in new york so and um, she meets Janine, who is her roommate at uh, the university. And um, she's a nice girl, comes from a, a well-to-do family, you know. Um, but she's got issues of her own because her mom, um, I'm not saying they're the, the, you know, the American Rockwell family and all that, you know. She's pretty, family's, you know, happy and well-dressed and educated and that. And the perfect family. No, it's not the perfect nuclear family because she's got issues of her own because her mom is so mean to her and physically puts her down by how she looks and how she dresses, which is weird for a mom. Um, you know, I didn't expect to hear that from her mom um, or any mom, actually. And the same with her dad, like her dad was yelling, you know, like he had a knife in his hand, his friends were holding him back and his, her mom would was leaving at that time and you know and of course her situation is so very sad um very violent um instances um in these flashbacks which really tear your heart out um and the weird thing is and not weird but the one thing i found out when i was trying to find out the wikipedia for this thing is that she the director uh angie wang is based on her real life um, like she lived that. She lived what this movie is on film. She lived that. Like that was her life, on screen. Um, so that's a remarkable thing. And now she's a producer, director, and she's really awesome at it. Um, so yeah, let me get back to the story. So while at school now, she has to find a way to pay for her um, fees, school fees, and she decides that okay because she's gonna make ecstasy 
The only reason she does that is only because when she was at a party, she met a couple of guys who were giving it up, right? And they said they got it from Germany, which is just flying off the shelves. There's nothing domestic. So she got the idea from them. So she steals one of the packets from the guys, breaks down the chemical formula and starts to make her own ecstasy. And that's where the name of the movie comes from, MDMA. It's a long name, but all I can remember from it is methamphetamine because I can't really pronounce it. I'm not a, you know, I'm, uh, I don't want to butcher the name of this thing. But basically it comes down to one word, it's ecstasy. So it's the ecstasy drug because this film is based in the 80s, the mid 80s. So 84 is when you first see her and 85 is close to when the movie ends. So a year in her life. And um, the other thing is her friend Janine, she cuts herself and she brings up after she eats, she uh, brings it up and, and vomits out her food, which is really weird. It's bad because you're never supposed to let anyone feel that bad that they have to do that because she's a beautiful girl, very smart. You know, she's very friendly, very outgoing, sweet girl. And her dad was um, a good man, but her mom was just a real bitch. Um, and she ends up in the hospital because she had tried to take her life. She tried to, she attempted suicide. So that's how she ended up in the hospital close to the end of the movie. Um, but, you know, as far as, um, uh, Annie Q's character, Angie, she, um, she, she has a, a lot of redeeming qualities about her character and it's, it's, it's a dark film, but it also has a lot of light in it because she befriends a little girl named Marie in the movie. Her mother was a, um, a drug user. I'll just say that. And, you know, um, so she befriends this little girl because she's in the boys girls club um, where she's like a big sister, you know, like the big brother, big sister program. OK, so she's the big sister to this little girl. And, you know, she buys her clothes. She gets her Christmas gifts when it's the season, obviously, in the movie. Um, she gets food, groceries, things like that for her and her mom. So, um you know, she even lets her sleep at her dorm in her bed one night just to, you know, let her know that life can be good for her, you know what I mean? And she shouldn't be sleeping in the closet or being afraid of her mom and all the violence and the screaming in her house. So um, she, like, Angie has a good heart. Um, and then the other thing is when, I mean, she met a nice guy, um, in the movie called Tommy and he was smart he was in the same class with her I think a couple of classes with her and good guy you know um, loved his family stayed out of trouble um, he knew what Angie was doing by making the drug at, in the chemi chemistry lab but he didn't want nothing to do with it but he didn't throw her under the bus either but he helped her um, you know and she took him out and then she ended up in the club um, I guess cutting a deal with the guy who was passing the, or selling drugs in his club and he was selling it for like $35 a pop and so she was getting ripped off because he said oh all I'm going to give you is 18 so she was losing out on a lot of money 
And the night that she confronted him ended in violence and ended in Tommy's death, which really got, like, that pissed me off. Because he's such a good guy and he never deserved to die. He didn't, you know what I mean? Um, and it was just, that's the, uh, that's the worst part of this movie. Um, and I, I never got withdrawn out of the movie. Um, I was really involved with these characters, with these actors portraying these characters, and it's inspired by true events. And I, I have to say it did have a dark edge to it, but I was totally hundred percent involved in this movie. Like I, I was, I, I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. It was well worth the watch. Um, I have to say, you know, Andrew Wang is a great director. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I hope to see more stuff from her in the future. Um, yeah, and it ended on a good note because her dad, she went back home, you know, after she was expelled. Uh, expelled. I don't even use the words like that. She was kicked out of school. So she went back home, went to her dad, or she went home to her dad and, you know, they talked, they cried, they reconciled. And that was the sweetest high point for me in that movie. Um, and she just wanted the love of her dad, like any child wants from her, his, his or her parents, you know, to be loved and, and understood and, and just to be loved hundred percent, you know, um, this movie has its dark points, very high dark points and, and very low dark points. But in the end, like there was so much hope and motivation and, and, and inspiration that, you know, you can, there's redeeming qualities in everybody and, you know, it's well worth it. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you can, you, you can redeem yourself, be a better person, get out of that rut, that hole, that darkness that you're in and, and, and do better. And she did. And that's what impressed me the most with her at the, by the end of the movie. You know, she was there for her friend who had attempted suicide and survived. You know, she reconciled with her dad and, and they understood each other and the, the love for each other was there. And, excuse me. And... And then she went to another big brother, big sister um, place, uh, facility. And, you know, that's how they ended the movie. And the guy said, well, you know, this place, you know, you look so fragile. You know, we have gangbangers and, and tough kids, street kids. Think you can handle that? And she's like, yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Because, you know, he doesn't know her past. But, yeah, she can handle it. So that was a good thing, you know, and then she was doing university admission forms again. So it's, it's, you know, and she probably will work in her dad's restaurant, you know. Um, so I, I, that, that's what made me um, respect this film even more, you know, the point that, yeah, she was in a dark place and she made her, fought her way, crawled her way out into the light and, and, and redeemed herself. So respect to that. Um, so I, um, if you haven't seen this movie, I, I found it under MDMA. Uh, that's the name I watched it under. Um, it's also under Cardinal X. Or you can look for Angie Wang's name. 
um, and, and see her filmography and it should be there uh, probably on the Cardinal X. And you can check out the trailers there too, but um, if, you know, if you get a chance to check out the movie, please do so. It's really an eye-opener. Um, it's, it's very dark, very real. Uh, it's as Angie Wang's life on screen um, that's, you know, that's being portrayed there. Um, and it was exceptionally done. Uh, okay, guys, um, thanks for listening. That's it for me for tonight. Got an early morning tomorrow. Um, so take care. I love you. Appreciate you. Thank you for all your plays. And uh, yeah, you'll hear from me soon. Peace.